Jamison Bricko, uh, thanks for being here. Jay Rosenthal, my pleasure. Um, you, of course, are the editor-in-chief and the co-founder of our new publication, uh, Weekly Chronicle. Uh, we are in the fifth mm -hmm. week of this, uh, and the first one that subscribers only are going to be able to read. So I want to put a right. thought on that because that's important. If you want to read yes. the story Jameson's about to talk about, um, subscribe, and you can do it on our website. Um, the piece that we posted yesterday to subscribers is called Legal Cannabis Labels Are Lying to You. Um, it's extremely compelling. And I think uh, the source of frustration for some of the most prominent players in cannabis is. But they're the ones perpetuating it also. That's what's that's what's driving me nuts about this whole story, to be honest, Jay. It's like there's there's this like circular logic happening in cannabis right now where like the top, top producers, I don't need to name any specific names largely because I can't afford the legal fees, um, are, you know, saying like we produce these like unique, we all have unique genetics and it's top of the line and it's consistent and it's like pharmaceutical level quality stuff, you know, but like, like, you know, I use an analogy in the piece of like putting a mixture of like Coke and Sprite and orange soda in a Mountain Dew can and selling it to people and calling it Mountain Dew. I mean, that's what that's what they're doing. So they're talking out of both sides of their mouth here. They they slap on a label that says whatever strain and and like don't even the piece doesn't even get into how all these companies just like you know make up strain names that completely confuse and distract from actually figuring out what product you're buying. Uh, but even assuming like we're just talking about the ones who, you know, try to stick to the actual name of the cultivar, there's nothing that says they have to actually put that cultivar in there or even one cultivar, you know, that like, that's why that analogy is painfully accurate. Like, I don't even want to imagine what that soda is going to taste like, but I don't want to pay money for it. Right. Surely. <laughs> right. And, and I think, uh, so that as the lead into, uh, research that's being done by Shopper yes, Drug Mart very, and very and cool project. The University yeah. Health Network really trying to uh, not unpack that, but get at consistency, get at proper labeling, and from shoppers' perspective, and you you quote a uh, conversation with uh, Ken Weisbrod uh, at Shoppers, who heads their medical cannabis program, um, mm -hmm. saying we need this consistency as pharmacists to actually be able to get this into the hands of patients who need it. I. You tell them, I'm not going to. Uh, it seems so obvious, right? It, like, no, no, it seems obvious. It also seems frustrating. It also seems frustrating. Yeah. yeah. And it's the clear reason, like you don't need to be a doctor, although I did talk to a bunch of doctors uh, about why you wouldn't, if you are a doctor, be all that inclined to subscribe to, pardon me, to prescribe medical cannabis, because you have no idea what you're actually prescribing. It's like saying, you know, uh, let's prescribe an analgesic. It's like, you know, some people are allergic to Advil, for example, like ibuprofen, they're allergic to it. They have to take Tylenol. But you, if you just say take an analgesic because you have no way of differentiating between the two, you as a doctor could be inadvertently causing your patient harm. And that's what's happening in the medical cannabis market now. And the annoying thing is people just brush it off, right? People just say, it's it doesn't matter, who cares? And it's like, right, we're not talking about, you know, people who just want to get high and all, like we're talking about like cancer patients and people with heart conditions and people with very serious illnesses. Why are we not trying to figure out what is the most appropriate medicine for them to be taking? Like I, I do this one uh, interview with Hans Clark, who's uh, one of the 
principals of this project on the UHN side, incredibly accomplished anesthesiologist. And he's been prescribing cannabis since 2014 using like, and it was astounding that he felt comfortable even acknowledging this really. It's a guess and check process. That's, that's how he described it. And that is painful to hear in, in this mindset now where we actually have the capacity, like, like this is what Shoppers is doing right now. Uh, and I, I don't want to get into too much of the detail here because frankly, you know, people should be paying for it. Right. Uh, <laughs> Read it. It's really yeah. good. But I, but I do genuinely like this. This was a very difficult piece to put together, not just because the science is, is complicated and I have a poli sci degree, but because it, it really shows that all the research we've heard up until this point is crap, is, is completely wasted because the research was based on some kind of cannabis. So we know some kind of cannabis, you know, helps slow the growth of cancer cells and all this really important shit. But what kind of cannabis, we don't know. Luckily, you know, my, my uh, new hometown here in Guelph is helping to provide some answers from that. But that's the only teaser y'all are getting for free. No more teasing, but, I, but it actually, it does harken back actually to the uh, entourage effect story. Yes, uh, from, which you can read for free. From a few weeks back, uh, because, you know, it's, it's like, how do we find the right components for the right treatment for the right patients and what dosage and what form factor? So well, it starts by recognizing that like THC and CBD are like ingredients one and two of like 786. Right. So let's figure out the rest. Yep. You know, it's like, we think the puzzle's complete with two pieces sticking together haphazardly. I don't even know if it's a donkey or a boat or a plane or what. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a good analogy and, and it's a great piece. Uh, it was a great read because I am a Thank subscriber you. and I encourage everybody to become one. Subscriber Thank you for putting it together. What's that? Or two, you're subscriber number one or, or two behind my mother probably. Yeah, your mom was really early days, which is great. Um, yeah. Closely followed by my mom and my, and my mother-in-law. So, <laughs> um, but, but there's many, many more subscribers. So other people are reading this. If you're not, get a subscription. Jameson, as always, thank you. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Sounds good, my friend. Happy days.